Welcome everyone to Bite the Bullet. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, Jay Reese. And today, man, oh man, I have an awesome guest for you. I have Jimmy Clare, who just an all-around great guy. He happens to be in college right now, but that is not stopping him or hindering him. That is only helping him to pursue his dreams and his career. But as I always do, let me stop babbling and go ahead and give him a proper introduction off of my lovely cards here. Jimmy Clare is a passionate autism advocate, sought-after motivational speaker, soon-to-be author, and the founder of Crazy Fitness Guy, which shows healthy living through autistic eyes, where he covers a wide variety of topics that include fitness, self-help, nutrition, managing stress, lifestyle, and, of course, autism. So without further ado, let's welcome Jimmy Clare. Hello, my friend. Hello. All right. So let me go ahead and ask. The last thing I mentioned off of your um, bio was Crazy Guy Fitness. Would you mind explaining to the audience why you started it and how you got started? Well, uh, so Crazy Fitness Guy, I started it with, uh, I started uh, near the end of my, uh, I think it was my first semester in college. Uh, one too many semesters ago, uh, I my English teacher told me uh, said the only way to become a better writer is to keep writing, and mm. I knew I couldn't do just a write in a word document every day or write on a blank piece of paper because it sounds boring. I don't do stuff right. over and over again because it's boring. Uh, uh, I do it because it's fun, or or I might watch your, my favorite show on repeat because it's just really funny. But right. I, I don't do the same. I, I don't tend to do something over and over again because it's just boring. So I had to keep coming back to something uh, over and over again. So I was like, what if I create a website? and and when I was in uh, my uh, uh, when I was in my uh, college degree for, in uh, for uh, for my personal training, it was gear, first geared towards fitness, and uh, but then I eventually changed it down the road uh, five majors later uh, to uh, for motivational speaking, and uh, so now I try to get that people to motivate for to live a healthy living lifestyle and uh and since now i i outrank uh, uh richard simmons the old uh, personal trainer and his wikipedia page uh i'm keeping the name <laughs> oh i love that i love that so i'm curious why fitness and why motivating people because trust me as a motivator and the alter ego mr positivity i understand how hard and frustrating it could be to be healthy and particularly to motivate other people to do it so why are you doing it well to be fair to uh i like i have a lot of friends who have some extra challenges mm. and uh and like I wouldn't say that they were necessarily heavy when before the pandemic. They were like finding their own ways. But during this pandemic, I've seen them. A lot of them have gained some extra weight as they can't go to their gym. And, and some people's excuses like, "Well, I can't. I can't work out because my my uh, my 
my space is too small. You know how big my shore house is? 1,500 square feet. Wow. Even, and, and I don't think it can get any smaller. Well, I mean, it could, but uh, <laughs> well, that's already small enough. Uh, uh -huh. I mean, obviously, I'm not in my shore house now, but uh, but I'm in my Pennsylvania house. But mm -hmm. still, it's like it's like the garage is like this narrow, right? Uh, and it's like if I can work on a a tight ass garage you can sure as heck work out and they just uh, like it might not be pretty it can still get the job done I, oh i i agree um once i got committed and got rid of all my excuses i started seeing results so how did how do you motivate yourself i i guess is maybe a question that i would like to ask because it's one thing to motivate other people but it tends to be harder to motivate yourself so how do you do that well, for me, uh, when I was growing up, I had a lot of autism meltdowns. And uh, if you asked anybody who knows me for a long time or who's mm -hmm. uh, been helping me get through where I, to where I am today, mm -hmm. they, might, they could tell you so many different reasons of why, why those autism meltdowns occurred. Okay. The only real person who would know it would be me. Honestly, I don't know it. <laughs> and so, but I didn't like how I felt uh, and I didn't like the aftermath of it because basically it's kind of, I like to sum, basically I like to sum up how an autism meltdown is. Think okay. of it as a nuclear bomb <laughs> just going wow. off in the back of my mind. And I basically threw stuff across the room, not aiming at anybody just because I was just angry about something mm -hmm. or it is I had so much emotion built up inside me and for a right reason. I can't tell you the reason. I think I kind of just blacked out all of that uh, because it's in the past and I try not to look in the past, but uh, I sometimes tend to do that still a little bit of mm -hmm. why, but as I say, doesn't make me who I am today. Uh, I, I kind of felt like I had to get to, I had to experience that in order to get where I am today. And, um, but so I didn't like the feeling and the aftermath of that. Mm -hmm. And then I was, and, and of course, because I had all those outbursts, I was forced to be on this medication that uh, basically kind of just masked my, all my true feelings. And so I was like, I'm always happy. And I was like, I don't like this. And it's like I feel like I'm I'm weed or something. Uh, right. And so I don't like that. And so I was like, I want to be able to experience happy or sad or frustration, but in a in a different way and not the way I'm doing. And so, so uh Jimmy, sorry, yeah, sorry, my apologies yeah. for interrupting, but I wanna just want to ask, were you able to have that conversation with your parents or was this after you became legally an adult? uh for which part for um when you weren't when you didn't want to be on the medication and you started transitioning to do something different that was a uh when i was i was basically an adult at the time like okay. i was a teenager and i was talking to my dad my dad at the time because okay. my mom was uh on a trip with my grandma i think mm -hmm. they were in russia uh just for vis just visiting um, because they always wanted to go. Okay. That was a 
mother and daughter trip. And so uh, I was invited. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I wasn't invited. Bummer. Right. And uh, so, uh, so I wanted to get, uh, but because when I found fitness, I, uh, I liked the way I felt. And so I was like, can I always feel like this way? And so uh, I work out six days a week uh, at their doing P90X. And mm-hmm. because that was always six days a week. Mm-hmm. And now there's workout programs that are, some are five days a week, some are three days a week, some are six days a week. And so I was like, you know, even if it's five days a week, uh-huh. I'm just gonna add six because six is like my magic number. <laughs> wow, uh, Jimmy, I, I gotta tell you, man. Like, ever since we first started talk- speaking, you inspire me because sitting here listening here now, you work out six times a week. You never want to look back on your life because you know you're moving forward and you're doing all these things to change yourself and to help others change themselves, right? I would like to go back just for a second because I know we're talking about um, your situation and your challenges and you were diagnosed with autism, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you please, can you please um, define autism for the audience? Well, uh, I, for me, uh, in my opinion, autism is basically a never ending jigsaw puzzle and therefore, mm-hmm. And you don't get a complete puzzle. It's okay. always always parts and missing, and you have to find the right, uh, and you have to find the right piece in order to complete the puzzle. Okay. That's, but and and how I like to sum it up is basically you don't complete the puzzle until you, the day you die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. So, what? challenges are you comfortable sharing with us? Because in your own words, your life is a puzzle that you're constantly trying to fit pieces in or figure out where the piece is. So how challenging have things been for you, particularly with fitness? Uh, for fitness, there's quite a bit challenging. Like I have, I live with spinal stenosis, meaning it's hard for me to move my neck this way, this way up and down right. and mm-hmm. there's only so much movement in my neck and okay. if and if i have a uh if i had severe whiplash i could be paralyzed i think it was they said from the head down okay i forget but uh i don't like to think about it but uh i understand why yeah <laughs> and uh so uh, uh so i had to find I had to modify certain moves or stay away from moves. Like okay. for strength training karate, I I stick with push-ups. I can do mountain climbers, which is just uh, you're in, you're basically in a plank position and you're just running your knees in very very fast. And right. uh, and uh, but I had to find modifications. So like that we we. Uh, like uh, they, we had us, they have us uh, do sometimes uh, hyperextensions, and where you just mm-hmm. like basically lift your uh, spine up and then back down slowly. And my neck did not like that at all. So I asked them, "Is like, can I do anything else besides that move? Because I just can't do it." And it's right. like, "Yeah, do sit ups, do push up, do some extra push ups." And I like, do something 
that you know you can do without hurting yourself. And all we, and my and my senseis and Joshi's always is like I'll just remember that you're doing this because you can't physically do that, and I'll remember that. And ever since I did that, I I'm I'm fine just modifying stuff for myself because I was like. I know what I can't do. I also can't do uh, uh, overhead presses for shoulders because just too much in my neck. Because think about how your shoulder is. You mm -hmm. reach up and then it's kind of like goes right. right into your neck and everything. It's like, Ooh. nope, <laughs> doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And I don't do anything that goes over my head because again, too much strain. But that's remarkable that when you're faced with adversity, you keep finding these ways. You know what? I may not be able to do this, but what can I do? Just the simple fact that you're you're able to ask your coaches and your physical trainers, hey, this hurts. I can't do this, but I still want to do something. What can I do? That is remarkable. Where do you think that drive comes from within you? I think the drive comes in from me uh, is because I got told a a lot of no's when I was growing up, uh, not by my parents, but by doctors who's like, uh, I had doctors who told me that I wasn't gonna read uh, higher than a second grade level. Okay. And I was like, well, hello, I'm in college. Uh, <laughs> I was like, boy, if I was reading at a second grade level, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't think I can be in college then. Uh, By chance, have you been able to tell those doctors you're in college now? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I got told I wouldn't be able to do this. Uh, I wouldn't be able to uh, read at a higher level. Mm. Uh, I was told I wouldn't be able to walk without crutches or braces. Never had okay. either of them. Uh, I also, uh, it was just like a long list of things that they told me. Mm -hmm. Nope, you won't be able to do that. Right. I even saw this on an article uh, by uh, Autism Speaks, and I'm sure this is going to catch up to me later. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they paint, I don't like how they paint autism just black and white, where they mm. just, uh, uh, where there's like, oh, well, like this whole article, they had the statistics, of course, and, okay. and, I, and I'm sure. That, I'm, I, I'm not blaming them for the statistics. It's the way that they say this, right? Like, the wording, like, right? And it's like you won't like people with autism. Autism won't be able to do this, 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 this. They probably didn't going to need help with this. And it's like maybe you should rephrase it and say you might not. This person might not be able to do this. But he can still experience a good life, and it's like we're not, and just like oh well, you're autistic, so your life is over. I think that actually comes into my next question of one of your titles is that you're very passionate about being an autism advocate, and I think that speaks to probably why you are because there's this portrayal that it's black and white, and that if you have autism, it's essentially a death sentence by certain people. That's not what I'm trying, but like by certain people. So why do you feel it's important to let everyone know that is not autism? Uh, because uh, like, for instance, uh, 
uh, people, I don't know if people know the name, but Temple Grandin, who's been around for years, she's an autism advocate as well. She lives, uh, I don't know much about her, but she knows, but she's been around a long time. I think she's in her, I didn't want to say that number because <laughs> that, that, that number. Let's, might, let's, let's just say she's been around for a while. So let's, yeah, let's, let's go with that. <laughs> and, uh, but she's uh, she's been uh, like she's been one of my inspirations of starting mm. uh, because like she like she didn't like she didn't like how the system is working uh, mm. like honestly I don't like how some of the colleges have you um, have to make new accommodations every single semester which doesn't make any sense it's like well my autism is not going away uh, mm-hmm. I was like. Well, you, it's, I was like, we always done it this way. Mm. Doesn't mean you can't change. I was like, right. you expect me to change for you, but you don't expect me to. Ch- <laughs> right? No, I, I I get that completely. So I'm curious if you don't if you don't mind me asking, if you don't mind sharing, when it comes to autism, what are some of the challenges that you personally have? Because as you're saying, autism, there's a broad spectrum of different challenges and issues that one might face so what are yours that you have to deal with for me um there's sometimes i still have trouble looking people in the eyes okay because when i and i never liked the phrase or the uh or whatever you call it when people say look me in the eyes because Mm. it's like am i in trouble Uh, well i mean like think about it like if your parents like like, and they come back and look me in the eyes and it's like Mm -hmm. uh uh-oh and i was like what did i do right and and i'm not like i'm not always a troublemaker but it is like i don't like that saying because like uh did i piss someone off Uh, (laughs) and i just don't like that and so i kind of made a game out of it a little bit oh okay and so i so I usually start at, at looking at people in the eye for maybe a second, and then I go uh, onto the uh, wall uh, behind them, and then I look at the, and then I kind of glance up at the ceiling a little bit, not like all the way up at the ceiling, like is like right, a big yeah. notice, but like maybe a, a glimpse up at the ceiling, okay. and then a glimpse to the left or right, and then glimpse at the floor behind the person and then I look back in the person's eyes again. And the reason I did that because I kind of came up with a little game is because I kind of don't know how long I should look people in the eye for, because then people might say, you're creepo. Mm. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't know how, how long I supposed to look. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's pretty cool to, to hear you say that uh, yet again, you found a way to overcome what one of your issues is or what you felt was a challenge and you made a game out of it. Right. So yeah. I, I love that. Is, is there anything else you might've done um, for any other issues? Uh, like from sometimes I, it's hard for me to make friends uh, okay. still, but uh, I found I'm in meeting a lot of uh, people uh, through podcasting and everything. And no one has, ever said and it's like oh you're weird or you guys you're autistic you're Mm -hmm. weird i have a lot of uh friends in uh in person that i hang out with a lot and Mm -hmm. uh some of them didn't even know i had autism until i was i was comfortable enough sharing it 
out in the world. And it's like, I didn't even know you were autistic. And it's like, how long have we been friends? <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty cool, though, that um, you found people that are able to see you as you and not for any challenges that you might have. And I think that's pretty cool. Definitely. Uh, so I actually think the, the friend place might be a good segue to the bite the bullet questions, which actually, before I even go to that, let me go ahead and say, Jimmy, I hope you think of me as a friend because I think of you as a friend, my friend. I do. So here are the bite the bullet questions. Jimmy does not know what questions are coming his way, and I'm sure he is shaking over there in his hoodie. Are you ready, Jimmy? Oh, okay. Oh, it's like that. Okay. All right, Jimmy. All right. So let's go. Question number one. What is a common myth you think people have about you that you would like to debunk? Uh, I'm not truly crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like that. (laughs) What's one thing you wish you had known before you started your college career? Uh, I would like to, I wish I would known, um, uh, it was okay to change majors because everybody says like you must stick with this or you're gonna uh-huh. fall totally behind. And it's like, no, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about the major I'm in now. <laughs> oh, makes sense. Makes sense. If you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Ooh, this is a hard one. Uh, mm. I would say um, Miranda Cosgrove, uh, oh, okay. Angus Young uh, from ACDC, okay. and oh, this is hard. Uh, oh. <laughs> man, why could you say six? <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope, just three, man, just three. Uh uh, I also say Bon Jovi and Bon Jovi. So, so why Bon Jovi? Why ACDC? And why Miranda Cosgrove? Uh, because I'm a big for uh, Bon Jovi is mm-hmm. uh, he's one. He's another one of my favorite uh, singers and musicians. Mm-hmm. Angus Young. He, I, I saw two ACDC concerts so far in life, and it, 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 it's amazing on how uh, he keeps on going on stage. And yeah. like, I can't imagine how uh, great it feels to be on stage like that. Like, I was like, how can you keep doing that? And it's like, do you, and like, is it nerve wracking to get up on stage in front of all those people? And, and I really love all their music. Uh, I even have some ACDC posters in my room, one above my desk and one mm-hmm. over in the corner in my room. I was not even my corner, man, on the other side of my room. Yeah, and, I, I like some ACDC. And, uh, and Miranda Cosgrove, I think she's just such a nice person. Uh, as like, I, I'm right. I, I currently like I I grew up with uh, iCarly and uh-huh. she just always seems like a nice person, and okay. I mean 
and like even just watching looking behind the scenes like she uh, just the show it, she just always seems like a nice person so i just like and they all three of them were nice so i was like i want to meet someone <laughs> someone huge fair, and famous fair enough fair enough okay i can get that what is something people would be surprised to know about you surprised uh mm -hmm. It's not my first time of trying to run a website. Uh, the, it actually took me nine times to uh, finally get the website up and running. Wow. <laughs> okay. I like that. Let's see. What's one thing you feel you failed at? And what did you learn? Me fail? I'm perfect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, uh, where do I start? Um, I think one thing I failed at was my, uh, I had uh, a lot of, I had two mobile apps for my website, mm -hmm. and I felt like I failed at that completely. I don't think I advertised them well enough. Right. And, um, and I never got many users to interact with uh, at, like looking at the web page when it was up on the web page and whatnot, okay. and and so I, I destroyed them last year, and I created a web app instead, and now people are more interested in that. And I was like, I don't get it, the timing, or I'm just better at what I do now than. I think a combination of things: the timing, better at it now, and then you know just perseverance, and you kept trying, so. Uh, if you had a billboard with anything on it, what would it say and why? Okay, you know, I, I used, you know, it's funny. I was on the show last night uh, on someone else's podcast. Somebody had the mm -hmm. same exact question. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, someone took my question. That is rude. <laughs> Yo, I need to write somebody. That is rude. <laughs> yeah, you sh definitely should. Uh, there, uh, and it's funny, the audio um, uh, from their show, I, I thought they said that it was like a billion dollars. So sweet. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would say autism is not the end of the world. And it, it is, I think it makes the world a unique place. And I think it's time for the world to evolve around the fact that people have autism and we shouldn't always have to change for to fit into society. I like that. That works. Okay. All right. What advice would you give someone with autism that wants to follow you in your footsteps? Don't listen to the naysayers. Uh, there's a lot of people who would tell you, you're crazy. There's not. And it's like, how can you... I had somebody who literally told me, how can you make money off of a website? And my first response is, I was like, have you lived under a rock? Have you really, heard of Amazon, Walmart, yeah. uh, all the retail stores who have online presence? Uh, 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 the better question was, uh, would have been, how can you make money off of a website? Because that would be a legitimate question. But but uh, but always keep proving the namesayers wrong because mm. they just that's their mindset. 
that they're, that they're trying to force upon you and saying, you can't do this. I was like, well, if they're telling you can't do it, it means that they don't have a, they have a weak mindset. Agree with, I agree with that a hundred percent, my friend. What's the most important thing you've learned so far in your life and why? Oh, uh, I've learned a lot of things. Uh, I need to get like a whole list of. Uh, <laughs> no, only one thing. Only one oh, thing. Uh, one thing I would say. I had when I first started my website. Uh, I wish I went. To, I I wish I was patient enough to uh, look at many of other platforms out there mm -hmm. because I went with WordPress. And I'm not, this was now bashed to WordPress whatsoever. It is for me, me and technology has a love-hate relationship. Right. And, and I, I'm no developer whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't think I could, uh, I wish I saved myself a whole year and 90 hours plus a week uh, difficulty uh, right. and, and just started with Squarespace because it would save me a lot of hassle and a lot of money. I get that. I get that completely. In your opinion, what is the best tip for making the world a better place? That seems like a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, as many times I've asked that question, I don't think anyone has ever said that one. That's the one that sounds like a trick question. <laughs> uh, oh. I think, I think one of the mm, I think one of the uh, things that would make a world a better place would. I think everybody just needs to have an open mind about stuff Ooh, and yeah. just ac accept people's beliefs for their beliefs and leave it as that. Don't persuade everyone. Oh, I like that. I like that. And you can read between the lines if you want. Uh, <laughs> there has no politics involved whatsoever. That's just throwing it out there. That means echoes to any subject out there. Oh, man. Oh, uh, Definitely. If you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell him? Uh, I would say jump on the bandwagon, go to college, and not take three years off and be oh. a lazy fart. Um. All right. I get that. All right. So, Jimmy, what are you afraid of? Uh, I'm afraid of... Failure. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So we only have a few more questions left. They're going to get tougher. You ready? Yep. If in 150 years, science fails to save us all, Jimmy, and the only thing that's left is a book about your life, what would the title be? And what would the back say? I would say the... Title would be hmm, 
I even had some great titles uh, that was running my head the other day. Uh, it would have been um, either it would be either uh, may the odds may never be in your favor, uh, okay. or uh, or overcoming overcoming all the odds. I like that overcoming all the odds. I like that. I think I picked that up. Okay. What are the best resources you've had along the way? It can be any resources. Yeah, any resources. It could be people, books, websites, just whatever you whatever you feel is in a resource that has helped you. I think the best resource I have ever gotten. Uh, well, I mean, wasn't for free, but I wish. Uh, <laughs> uh, but what they say, uh, if it was free, it might be totally terrible and mm -hmm. be broken. Uh, I think my fa my favorite uh, uh, things I ever purchased. Uh, I mean, these books was uh, it's called a uh, it's by this company called uh, Make Traffic Happen. It's for all, all these SEO books. Mm -hmm. And I, I kid you not, my website was literally on the like back pages of Google for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. Got no traffic to it or very slim traffic to it. And uh, and I like to call that space all the way in, in the back end of Google and Google Hell. Mm -hmm. And I my website spent a lot of time in Google Hell. Yeah. And when I bought these books, I, it was like I think it was like a five or eight step method or something, mm -hmm. and I was like, "How can this be like this? Only five to eight steps? You could go go around all these articles and say, mm -hmm. here's the forty two SEO methods that you must uh, use in order to rank on page one.'" I was so daunted by those forty those articles online. Mm -hmm. So I bought the books finally. I was coming home on vacation and I was like, okay, the only way I'm gonna keep going on this if I'm gonna see some progress and mm. because and I'm not saying like, oh, it has to be overnight, but it's like, just give me something, just one win, please, just mm -hmm. one. And I I literally just revamped a post as one uh for one week, maybe a week or two later, mm. it's already ranked on the first page of Google. And I was like, this book is magic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the, this eight-step process or five-step. Right. I, I still have the books, but I forget the process. Right. I mean, I don't forget it, but I forget if it was either right. eight or five. Uh, uh -huh. uh, and it, has, it was one of those two. But. Okay. All right. I love it. So our last question where can our listeners co connect with you online for motivation and for the fitness guy? Perhaps me should ask, where can't you find me? <laughs> oh, where can't you? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and LinkedIn. And you can follow me uh for uh, Facebook, you can follow me at uh, jimmy.claire.speaker. And the same thing for uh, Instagram. And for Twitter, it's jimmyclairespeak. 
God forbid I could ever have 17 characters in a username <laughs> on Twitter. Right. Uh, 17 will just break the whole system. Uh, and Crazy Fitness Guy, you can basically follow. Just go to crazyfitnessguy.com and look at the those, uh, social um, the social buttons on the website because I try to be everywhere. <laughs> and uh, oh. automation is my friend. Oh, I, I get that 100%. So, Jimmy, I want to be respectful of your time. Thank you so much for coming and being on the show and sharing your um, experiences, your challenges, and how you've overcome so many different things in your life. And before I officially let you go, are there any last pearls of wisdom you'd love to share with the audience? Uh, I would say if you're... Uh, hungry to uh, motive uh, to uh, go out and inspire someone uh, stick with it and don't give in to your people saying uh, all the, the stuff like oh you won't ever make it it has taken me almost four years to actually uh, to actually start making money uh, I mean not like on filthy rich or anything uh but enough money to cover all my expenses so and i and and when you do start making that uh, money to covering your expenses always say thank you because a thank you goes a long way and because i always believe um uh, I think you go always goes a long way, and people just like to be thanked. And I always, and every milestone and every year, I, I like to look back, and I always thank all my readers for supporting me because I can't do it without them. Absolutely, gratitude goes a long way. And with that being said, thank you, Jimmy, again for being on the show. I hope you have Thanks a blessed. Me. I hope you have a blessed day, my friend. And for everyone tuning in, whether now, later, or at some point in the future, this has been Bite the Bullet, and we will catch you later.